Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Aesthetics of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Edwin Adams, the Leadership Alchemist, and I am so happy to have a brother from the other side of the planet on the show with me today, Matt Norby from Northern Ireland. Matt, welcome to the show, brother. Cheers, Edwin. It's good to be on here as well. I'm privileged to um, share some of my insights as well to your audience, man. Well, it seems like just yesterday, Matt, we were both gallivanting around Northern Ireland looking for the Game of Thrones scenery. Uh, that was one of the most fantastic trips I've ever taken. Uh, your, your country is beautiful, and I think it is even more beautiful because of the people we ran into, the food we ate, and the good beer we drank. So, man, I hope we can do that really soon. This COVID crisis kind of has us questioning travel plans, but, you know, we might have to break quarantine. What do you think? And I'm game for it anyway, because um, obviously at the minute it is a case where you know it is uncertain for any anyone going forward for holidays, whatever it is. But um, yeah, man, I can't wait till I get out there as well, because some of those lake shots that you've sent me, uh, we're not getting the best of summers over here. It's quite wet, rainy, stormy. So I'm just craving some sun. <laughs> oh, it is hard to beat a sunset at Lake Bruin. So yeah, absolutely. If you step foot in the U.S., you must come here. So Matt, of of all the people on the planet, um, I couldn't think of anyone else but you really to bring on the show next because you you have inspired me from a transformation perspective for years now. I've, I've lost track of how many years we've known each other. We didn't meet in person until last year when we traveled over to see you guys. But, but I think what captivated me was your transformation story that you were doing physically that I knew came from a place of mental transformation. The body follows where the mind focus goes. So you, you have participated in so many extreme sports. That takes a strong mind and even more so a strong body to do. And you, you had to create that. And I'd love for you to tell the listening audience a little bit about you and your background in, in sport and fitness and health, and maybe that'll spur some questions about transformation that we can start to, to pull apart those foundational principles. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so I've been in a journey through fitness from practically a young age. Um, it's always been kind of ingrained. Um, from, from a young age, I've been involved in sport um, and the, the, the good thing about being involved in sport um, straight off the bat was the, the friendships that you make from it. Um, not only that, but also the carryover. You know, everyone wants to look good. Everyone wants to, to be healthy. And for me, that was always at the forefront of my mind was, you know, we all get one shot with one body in our life. So why not put it to the limits, why not test to see where we can uh, get to physically and mentally to be as strong as we can because there's so many temptations, you know, around life, especially modern life where, you know, we're caught up in so many things. Jobs have, have been less manual work uh, based. So we're sitting down a lot. Our bodies aren't designed for that. So I've always been focused on uh, sport and, and if I could always shape that into a career that was always at the forefront of my mind so basically from a young age going from playing football or soccer as you guys would, would call it um, going from that I, it was an easy transition into you know like a gym and, and a fitness based kind of environment and because I was familiar with that I was always wanting to get better and 
my dad was also a big influence as well on my where my career's gone because he was a bodybuilder back, back in the day whenever he trained and stuff like that. And I've always, I always looked at him as like, I want to get that, I want to get to that. Or I've seen him in a magazine with a trophy and I, I wanted to always replicate that. And I kind of grew up in a cool era as well where Arnold Schwarzenegger was on the, the TV all the time and, and Sylvester Stallone, all these guys that were just like muscle on muscle. And I was like, whoa. It's like that, that, that's, that's something that inspires me. And um, because I was kind of training and involved in fitness anyway, then naturally it was a case where I wanted to get there. I wanted to do that and I wanted to replicate, you know, looking that certain way. So naturally that then led me on to competing. Um, so as you mentioned, I've competed in natural bodybuilding. Um, I've competed in amateur strongman. I've competed in uh, amateur kickboxing, which is K1, um, to name a few, and football as well at a kind of high enough level when I was younger. So I've always been wanting to try new things and wanting to push my body to the limits. And, and any sport that I could try, I always wanted to be better straight away. That My, my mindset has always been, if you're going to do something, do, do it right. Do, do it with everything that you've got. Um, and then push yourself to 100%. You know, there's no point in taking part where, you're, you know, you're just going to get by or, you know, you want to dip your toe in the water, but you don't want to go that extra step. So for me, it was always challenging my, myself. And, you know, I've made some mistakes and I've learned from them throughout my sporting career um, and throughout the, the challenges that I faced during that time as well. Um, you know, as we get older, our bodies change. And I've gone through the transition period of, you know, going from one sport into the next um, and, and the, the challenges that that's faced me already, you know, going from bodybuilding to kickboxing was, was it's, it's like playing golf and going to play baseball. It's completely different. And, and even that the challenges that that's brought me, uh, I feel like I've, I've grown from that too. Wow, that was a lot right there. I wrote down like 16 things that we're going to have to pull apart. So I think one of the, the first things that intrigues me about your transformation story, Matt, is your willingness to try new things. So I want to, I want to sit and, and marinate in that for just a second. I see people uh, from a coaching perspective in an unwilling mindset to change. Whereas we, we take you as the other end of that spectrum where the, the newest and best challenge on the market, you're going to go after it and you're going to master it, dominate it, conquer it, move on to the next thing. So, so I think most people don't fall in, in that realm that I just described. They fall more in a, in a cautious, protective comfort zone space. Can you speak to that maybe uh, with the clients that, that you influence and maybe the environment or your circle of influence and how that plays, plays out there? Absolutely. So as of right now, you know, from, from that background that I've went into, now I'm doing coaching and I've been a personal trainer for a number of years. So I've obviously helped a lot of people as well who've gone through, you know, struggles and challenges that maybe in barriers that they've seen, they could never get to, um, you know, people struggle with problems that they, they've seemed unattainable. You know, they wanted to reach a certain level of fitness, a certain level of transformation with their physique. 
but they they only ever saw the you know someone who looks like that to be un, unattainable you know oh i could never do that but th- this self-doubt is human nature you know we're all in our own heads we doubt constantly and even for myself at times we, we still go through the stage of self-doubt we, we still go through the stage where you, you listen to that voice in your head to tell you that no that's too hard give up don't want to do that and you know that that's all a part of growth and all a part of the mental struggle that we go through in terms of to get to where you want to be you know there's a saying obviously anything worth worth having doesn't come easy and that is so true you know in, in terms of sport or fitness you know these top level athletes it, it isn't a walk in the park and that's probably why they get paid so much money as well but you know, no one can just turn around one day and go, well, you know, you sit and watch TV, that, that looks easy, I could do that. You, you literally couldn't because what people don't see is the absolute hard work, the boring stuff that goes on behind the scenes daily to get to where you want to be, you know, and, and that's what, what I've mainly tried and ingrained in, in, in terms of people that I work with through coaching. Um, people come to, come to me for coaching and be like, well, I want to get a six pack or from all these, or I want to look like this or whatever else. But the first thing that we want to look at is what is that going to add to your life in terms of value, in terms of growth and in terms of your happiness going forward? You know, people come to me because they're unhappy, they're stuck in a rut, or um, obviously they want to go through a transformation period. And generally it, it's obviously okay for, for you to seek help from that because it could be a case where you're stuck in a rut because the people that are around you are, are also like that. You know, you're not getting any influence from someone who maybe has broken that barrier down, has gone through the struggles beforehand and knows the way in which you need to, the path basically in which you need to take. Um, and, and a big thing nowadays is a case where people's willingness to stick to a plan because because we live in an age where everything is instant you know it, it does you have to strip someone's mindset back to you need to be consistent daily you need to you know set out your goals you need to and there's a lot involved in terms of um getting to where you want to be basically so i can certainly appreciate matt that people would would latch on to or grab onto the vision of what the, the end result is. It's real easy to see that in social media, in print media. You, you, you can look anywhere and see the final product of beauty. And I think that's what people are embracing, but what they're not embracing is the process. And, and that's, that's new, that's disruptive, that is uncomfortable, that is scary, that is a lot of things that are contrary to the hardwiring that has yeah. been in place for years. How do you as a coach, I know you can't change them. How do you as a coach inspire or move people into change where they're empowered to do that or feel empowered? Yeah. And yeah, from the get go from any client that I would take on who I feel is, as you mentioned, maybe stuck in a rut, I can't, break the mold you know they, they, they've tried before but failed and it's a case where we break it break everything down you know what what's your sleep patterns like what's your stress levels like particularly on a daily basis you know um what's your nutrition like are you eating good foods um are you consuming x amount of alcohol whatever weekly 
you know, we look at a big, big picture and it's not just a case where someone comes on board and I, I give them an exercise plan and say, do that. You know, there's a lot involved. If someone isn't getting four, like at least seven, six hours of sleep per night, then that's going to be play, play havoc on your recovery. So you're not going to get the results you want. And there's a lot of factors that we, we delve into. And for me, coaching someone isn't just about, obviously it is about getting their fitness better and, and their physique, but it also is about forming better lifestyle habits to go forward with that, implement that into their lifestyle. And I always say to them, look, in three months time, if you do exactly what is laid out in front of you in this plan, not only will you look better, feel better, but your overall impact in your lifestyle will be 100 times better than it was before. And, and for me, I, I can, that, that's the biggest thing that I enjoy from, from coaching is the transformation in someone's lifestyle. And someone might message you and be like, man, I'm feeling great. And I'm feeling awesome in terms of where I was, where I was, and even in my headspace three months ago, whatever it is. For me, that's the biggest uh, transformation that we need to enforce in, in individuals is the, the benefits from being, leading a healthier and fitter lifestyle is, is, tenfold man in terms of where that's going to take you mentally so so then matt how important is momentum in the plan that you create for people i know i know they've got a lot to evaluate a lot to think about and that can be overwhelming in itself but to keep them moving down the pathway. I know you want the snowball to kind of grow bigger and bigger so that the workload doesn't seem as, as hard. How do you structure that? And what does that look like? So basically it's all about small wins. You know, we, we, we celebrate small wins. So it might be just be a case where this particular client goes from zero days per week of exercise. And then they might obviously start three, four, whatever. And the case, the rebound effect of that is, well, I've lost a couple of pounds this week and I'm actually, I can see the visual difference in my body. And they start developing a pattern with, with this, um, these small wee wins every week. It turns into, you know, weeks on weeks on months. Then the progress pictures that we might have took on week one, we refer back to in week six or whatever. And it's, it's a case where they get, they nearly get addicted to this, this results that they're getting because they're like, well, all I need to do is be consistent. All I need to do is show up every day. And these will be the results that I get. You know, it, exercise can be so complicated sometimes to people, but I try and make it as simplified as possible in terms of if you want to achieve X amount of goals or whatever it is, we can do that by laying it all out in front of you. If you consistently show up every day, do this, do that. It's like a tick box. You know, get those those boxes ticked off on a daily basis, and each and every day you'll be one step closer to where you want to be. So, Matt, you 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 essentially move from competitive athlete into the the coaching and mentoring space to as an effort to do that full time. You were you yeah. felt, I believe as though you could help more people transform because of your inspirational journey. That's, that's a transformation all in itself, moving from athlete to coach. What were, what were your biggest challenges in, in becoming a more significant mentoring coach in your country and in your geographical area? And what are you still working on right now? Yeah. So 
I think we're always going to work on growth. You know, no one, you're never going to be the finished article in terms of your knowledge, what you can, uh, what your reach for people is to, in order to help them. So I'm always trying to obviously learn my craft a little bit more, um, self kind of awareness in terms of, you know, I can get better in this particular area and I can influence um, a lot more people and, and my reach as well in terms of what I want to do with the coaching. Um, as you mentioned, I've, I've been doing the personal training for a number of years, but now I'm moving into more of a coaching role uh, and trying to influence as many pe people online as well in terms of, because um, as you said, I, I feel I can uh, offer my experience and, and what I've gone through in terms of health and fitness um, to, to many, many people out there. And the way in which I can deliver that is basically through a platform of, you know, being a, being a coach where, you know, you're on the level of people who, who are going through the struggles that I've seen previously. And I went through them personally and I, I know how hard it is. You have to be kind of on the same wavelength to people. Um, and that's what I, the biggest challenge for me was kind of coming down from an elite kind of level in terms of sport to the general population who, who might not want to achieve obviously elite level level in terms of com competitiveness, but you have to break it down to these people who there's people who have 40 and 50 years of age who've never even lifted a weight before. And for me, that was something that was foreign starting out. I never would have, you know, been associated in this, in a circle with people who maybe didn't exercise it as much as I did, or uh, you, you kind of get caught up in that world as well, because, um, the fitness world there's a lot of bad and good in there too so you know even in terms of coaching there's a lot of cowboy coaches out there who would kind of you know they, they don't have the best interest for clients at heart they might just see see this as a job where oh well i can just get money from people that's easy and all i need to do is give them a plan um for me i've always been tr i've always been truthful to what i want from from my clients and what i would make them do in terms of health fitness i would never jeopardize someone's health um, in terms of you need to take this supplement or that supplement um, for me health should be at the forefront of everything rather than results and um yeah i kind of went off in that one there man sorry oh i, I love it i love it there was a lot of beauty in there and, and I, I felt like i heard your dad come out in in some of that your dad was a significant influence for you and i had the the privilege of meeting your mom and dad over in ireland and i think what what was interesting just meeting your dad in person knowing the stories that you told me of your dad he's in a different place now and it just seems like he loves life so much and loves people so much yeah. I see that coming out in you, you know, once you've attained all these sports accolades, it, it yeah. seems like your dad's come out in you and that you want to influence people with heart and soul and with good quality programming. Is, is that a fair statement? Absolutely, man. Yeah. My dad's been a role model for me because, you know, he, he's gone through his whole life, staying as fit, as healthy as he can. And Basically, I'm looking at him now, the age he is, he's, he's getting towards 80, and I'm like, he doesn't even look 65. And for me, that, that's, that epitomizes health and fitness. For me, it's, it's longevity. Um, you know, anyone that I coach, 
I hate coaching someone who might just want to train for a wedding and that's it because I always try and be like, right, we, we only see the bigger picture here. It's not just a, it's not just a small time fix here. We, we want to, I want to create a program that you can say to me, Matt, I can do this forever. This is a lifestyle change completely. My, my, everything has shifted in terms of my health and fitness has never been better. My mindset has never been in a better place. And I think that's where, where we, we are catching up there now in terms of we're realizing the actual importance of um, the mindset in terms of not just fitness, but across the board um, and how it plays a huge role in you know, achieving your goals and not just, because um, in terms of fitness, there's a lot of um, unhealthy aspects of it too in terms of bodybuilding especially um you know there's clients who you might develop you know eating disorders because of bodybuilding um and then obviously the, the bodybuilding that gets untested you know, there's a lot of drugs involved there too and you can get hooked on drugs and the side effects from that too man which is always kind of steered me away from that kind of realm and, and why i wanted to do natural bodybuilding and, and pursue that route because it's again for me number one priority was always health and always your own. You've, you've got one body basically. And what, why would you um, put a, a substance in there that's going to mess about your hormones and your mental state or whatever else? So I always try and promote what, from my, my own passion on to one of my clients who, who I start working with uh, and try and instill that from the get-go. Yeah, I think that's really hard, Matt, for some, particularly if there's a body dysmorphic syndrome or or something else that makes the look of health more important than the health itself. Yeah. That that's a paradigm that you have to break down as a coach and, and yeah. kind of change someone's perspective, right? Yeah, absolutely. And by all means there, there's obviously there's high level athletes who compete and I'm not trying to take away the hard work that, you know, it is to get there. That's fair enough. And then these performance enhancing drugs, they're not miracles. You know, someone who, who looks at them and be like, well, he's on steroids. But at the end of the day, someone who does take steroids, they might be at the top of their game already. They've, they've gone through the years of hard work to get there. And, and I'm not trying to take that away from anyone. But at the same time, someone who's particularly young looks at maybe a bodybuilder or whatever, and they automatically think to themselves, well, I need to take drugs to get like that. And they, they automatically skip the whole mindset part where, you know, I need to work hard to get there. I need to work on, a, on me uh, every day consistently. I need to eat better. And there's a lot of misconception in the fitness industry. And, and as you said, you, you look on Instagram, whatever, you see a picture of someone in great shape and automatically you think the worst of it in terms of they might have taken drugs or whatever else. And even I've, I've been training since no age, man. And it's, it's been a long slog to get my body where I want it. And you're never satisfied anyway. But even at that, there's still people who say, well, Matt's taken this before or Matt's taken that. And, you know, I don't care what people say. I know in my own mind, in my own body, I know I've never done any steroids, whatever it is. And I'm happy with that. But if people want to take it, then they'll, by all means, that's your priority. That's your, you know, kind of thinking behind things. By all means, do it, but do it safely. You know, and there's a lot of coaches out there who, fair enough, might take on high-level bodybuilders. And at the end of the day, that's their thing. 
I'm not kind of going to step on someone's toes and be like, well, I'll do that as well. Like I, I'm, I'm focusing on what I'm good at and it's coaching people who want to make a real change, transform their physique, do it in a safe, possible way that they're going to look at this as a lifestyle approach uh, and longevity as well, man. That, that's a big, big thing for me. Oh, you, you make such a good point, Matt. I think there, there are a lot of ways to look at this. Either I'm, I'm in it for bodybuilding aesthetics I, I, yeah. And that takes one caliber of person to go down that way. There's somebody who wants to be a model. They look that way. There's somebody who wants to just be healthy and the look is secondary. It's a side effect of just living a healthy yeah. lifestyle. And then, you know, there are a bunch of different degrees. And I think we bundle them all up together with this yeah. look of fitness. And yeah, that's what I want. And you've been working out for... 20 plus years that just doesn't come in a 12-week program right Absolutely not. no way and that's why i think there's a lot of unhealthy sides of fitness where these coaches who, who promise you'll be looking like a, like a men's health cover model in 12 weeks time but at the end of the day they've they've given this client a load of pills or whatever to get there and the client unwillingly just thinks that it's normal, takes them, and then like I've seen personally so many people do that. Um, and it, it might have messed up their hormones, it might have messed up their, their relationship with food. And then in turn, man, they could be in a worse place than they've ever been. And then they've, they look at the gym in a negative way, they look at fitness in a negative light because they've had one bad experience with you know, a coach that didn't care. Um, so for me, it is a point where you need to do your research in terms of who you are, who you are looking at as a coach. If you are looking to hire someone, um, obviously results is a good, like a key indicator of is, is he a good coach. He wants to get obviously get results, but at the same time, um, I think you have to buy into the person as well, man. And that's why like, cold in the consultation call is, is a key thing for me because you get get a feel of that kind of person's personality um, if it matches yours. And obviously, I can then tell, like, okay, I would be in a position position to help you going forward, and I feel like I'm the right fit. If I if it wasn't that person, then I would certainly say, look, I can certainly refer you on to one of the one of a guy, basically that maybe I think would be a better suit for you. So there are two things I hear hear you saying that I want to pull out, Matt. Number one is is clarity on what you want. I think that is much too easy for people to answer with, yeah. with a, a want, but not a desire, or maybe I have those two words flip, flipped, but m my point is they might want to look a certain way, but they don't truly have the desire to step yeah. forward on that journey. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it, it doesn't have enough feeling behind it. But if you say, if they said, well, I want to be healthy enough to play with my grandchildren, that, when they come that has that has something in it that that they can fall back on so clarity i don't think we spend enough time yeah. thinking about that is that fair absolutely man like again some sometimes you know you get on a call with a client or a potential client and you'll face rejections and these rejections might be i don't know about the price or you know and then my, my response to that would be, man, like you've been, you might've been unhappy for so many years and you're putting a price on your happiness right now. You know, 
you're going to, if you don't may, maybe invest in the coaching or, or come on board, you know, you might be six years down the line in the exact same place you are right now. And there's no price that I could put on, you know, if someone asked me, if I could do something for you and it would, you would be in the best place that you could possibly be in, in terms of your mindset and also your, your physical health, what, what would that money figure be? You wouldn't even put a price on it. You would just want someone to do that for you. And, and that's the beauty of coaching, the beauty that I get from, from taking someone on board who, who is invested in, they know that obviously it comes at a price, but basically that price is invaluable to the amount of benefits that you're going to get from that. And as you said, man, there's so many barriers there that people have automatically. And it is a case where they put they put less value on their health and fitness that they do on watching Netflix or they, they think that I don't have time to, to do that. And I have such a stressful life. I, I can't fit that in around my schedule. But, you know, as you said, man, look at the bigger picture. Where do you want to see yourself in 20 years? If you want to be able to, to keep walking the way you're walking, you know, if you're, if you're at a desk job and you're sitting down and you're not, you're eating fast food constantly, where do you think that's going to lead you to in X amount of years? The health problems that you're potentially going to develop, as you said about grandkids, are you, are you going to have the time and the, the energy and the health to, to celebrate that special occasion with with your your kids and stuff like that so there's as you said the the bigger picture is something that we often overlook yeah i mean that's a that's a flipping a narrative from an expense to an investment and i I think people don't see it that way they they see the price tag of good coaching and they go whoa whoa whoa, whoa, wait a minute you know i'm in the coaching businesses as well matt and i'm i'm very familiar with that objection but it only shows me in my client from my client's perspective because i know i've been there before as well that is a fear that is a that is an unaddressed fear that's coming up when we talk about something that's going to create scarcity in their perception. When I'm trying to talk about investment and abundance, it is a different conversation and we don't see health that way. We see health as I'm losing something. I'm here's it's a perspective shift. So that's the the first thing I wanted to bring out. And the second is coaching Matt. And, and that, that was a perfect lead in to, to this conversation really in my work with the U.S. Olympics, there was yeah. not one medaled athlete that made it to the awards podium by themselves. They had to have someone bring out the best of them when they couldn't see it, hold them accountable when they were making bad decisions amongst other valuable aspects of coaching. Yeah. Controversial statement here, Matt. Does everybody in the world need a personal development coach? I think I would agree with that, man. Absolutely. You know, the way I see it at the minute is I've heard on another podcast I was listening to around a week ago, uh, the guy said, basically, if you're a coach and you don't have a coach, you don't believe in coaching. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a perfect statement. So, So you had to make that transition of thought as well, that investment in your own growth and continued yeah. development in business. Cause this is, you're moving from athlete to, to businessman operations, training, you, you're compartmentalizing a bunch of things into a model 
of success as well. So you've done it with your body and your mind. Now you're doing it in business, applying a lot of the same principles. Translate those for me. What have you used from bodybuilding and athleticism training and performance into your business world? Absolutely. And the biggest thing for me is the, the, the carryover for that, as you mentioned previously, there's so many things that we can do um, and take away from, you know, the sports side of things and apply it to business and apply it to your career and all other aspects of your life as well. And for me, basically the, the number one would be the work ethic to get there. You know, nothing is just going to fall in your lap and, and one day and you're going to be like, Oh, well, that's all what I always wanted. You know, you're going to have to put in the sweat, the tears. You're going to have to go through the adversity sometimes of, you know, losing, failing. And, and that is all part of it. You know, people get scared when they fail. People get scared when they lose. And they might, you know, they give up their dream basically um, too easy. And, and, and for me, I, I'm not willing to give up my dream, man, anytime soon. And uh, for me, that's why the transition into coaching side of things has been, it's not been easy, but it's been pretty smooth because number one, I've set my goals out. I know what I want and I know what I need to do to get there. Um, if that means for me investing in, in, a, in another coach, a mentor that's that has gone through the struggles that, that is, is at the top of the, their game, then I'm going to go and do that. Same, same with the bodybuilding. If whenever I wanted to compete at a really, really high level, what did I do? I went to the coaches and the guys that have done, done, replicated the work that I want to do. And then it doesn't necessarily mean you copy it. It means that you take the value that they give you and you basically apply your own model to that. You know, you want to be unique in this game as well. You want to stand out and you want to have your own voice and people like authenticity. So I want to try and basically be a person that I am and come across who, whoever I am on camera and I'm not different. If you meet me in person, I'm the exact same guy, but I always have the work ethic to get there and I don't try and doubt myself too many times because throughout the bodybuilding, I started from, from zero, you know, I, I worked my way up. I, I won a sh met multiple shows, but the, the work that went on behind the scenes there, you know, was years in the, in the making. It, it was years before I lifted that trophy that the work that I've done basically just was shown on that day for that couple of minutes on stage. Um, and then that gives you the, the reminder of it was worth it. You know, the times that you felt like you didn't want to do it or you wanted to throw the towel in, that all makes work. It all makes sense whenever you do achieve and take off that goal. But when you get there, it's on to the next. And that's the same in business too. You know, from what I've learned so far in starting the business and stuff like that, set your goals at the start, you know, whether it be small wins. So what, what do you want to get? Per month out of the business so far and I've achieved these small milestones so far and for me that's enough to keep me going to keep me motivated to do the work and again I'm at a stage where as you said transition from personal trainer to full-time online coach and uh, there's, there's been certain things there as well that I've had to obviously adapt quickly especially because the current pandemic as well man yeah, incredible. So, so Matt, we're both in a noisy coaching space. I mean, you, you walk into any bookstore and you go to the personal development aisle, hundreds, if not thousands yeah. of books on personal development. You can walk over to the, the fitness aisle and see just as many books. 
now looking online, there are a lot of people trying to get people's attention on what we can do for them. How do you become unique and transform your message in a very noisy environment? Yeah, I think, as I said before, you have to be authentic, man. For me, that shines through a lot. You know, to be the person that you are uh, and obviously value and, and lead by example, you know, you don't just talk the talk, but you walk the walk as well. And, and that has to be evident in, you know, if you go on my Instagram or whatever else, you know, I, I'm, I'm the gym, I'm doing the work, um, but I'm also trying to provide as much value as I can to clients and, and, and more so now than ever, um, I'm seeing that come through. Um, and I've realized that because it, it took a lot of shift in, in terms of my mindset as well to, because I was solely focused on my own development basically in gym athletically and stuff like that, that I maybe overlooked the the value that I could potentially carry over into um, helping other people as well. Uh, I love what you said about authenticity. I think that that is what is missing in a lot of professional online coaches this day. And I, I feel like after 15 plus years of doing this, I can spot them a mile away. Um, sure. it, it just doesn't feel right. So I, I totally agree with you there. And, and particularly in a space where people are probably have tried and failed a lot of things. The last thing they need is an unauthentic coach who steals their money. Um, goodness gracious. That is a travesty of the business. And that, that is the problem as well, because it's so hard maybe for someone to spot that because if they're a total beginner, uh, a total newbie to the fitness game, then they're just going to take that person's word for it and they're going to take their them at face value that, oh, this guy's a coach. He, he knows more than me, so uh, I'll just do what he says. Um, but at the end of the day, it can lead them down to negative experiences. And I've had many clients come on board who were maybe a bit apprehensive because of their past experiences with coaches and, and with maybe personal trainers who didn't quite work out for some particular reason. And obviously it led them into um, looking at it in a different light. Yeah. So Matt, I know you've invested in a, a business coach and I know there are many aspects of life where coaching can help. We've, we've alluded to some of them. We've spent a lot of time in the, the fitness realm i.e. health realm, just going to the doctor. I don't think doctors these days are the best coaches. I don't think pharmacists are either. And I'm talking about my own profession there. But I think a lot of people could do a lot more good in this world if they learn how to coach and motivate people to solve their own problems. I think, I think that would be amazing. So curiosity question for you, Matt. Have you had to change the environment and what I mean by that is the people with whom you encircle yourself with in order to level up to this. I mean, are, are you changing, yeah. not your friends, but are you surrounding yourself with better information, better people in order to up level to this, this new transformation process you're going through? 100%. Like I think that's a big factor in getting where you want to be and staying there because you know I'm, I'm i'm i've invested as you said in a business coach now who is absolutely at the top of the game in terms of he i'm just lucky that he's a local guy but in terms of the fitness world he he is right up there and he's coached so many coaches 
and they, they've seen their business skyrocket. And being involved now in that group of guys uh, who are constantly surrounding each other with, you know, they're sharing the wins that they've had with their clients. They're sharing the wins that they've had in their business, the growth of their business constantly. And you're, you're surrounding yourself in that environment. Everything's just going to go up. There's the trajectory is just going to keep going up, man, because you're looking at that, you're motivated by that. And if you're not in that environment, um, you know, if you take yourself out of that, you, you could be in a headspace where I've been many times with your own doubts, you know, your own, and, and you might spend so much time and energy wasted in things that aren't going to get you where you want to be. So what, for me, the biggest thing in hiring a coach, man, was for someone to light, light the fire essentially under my ass and go, this is what we need to do. Basically, like a fitness plan, no, this is what we need to do for the business and this is what's required. And it's, again, it's not just going to happen. It, it involves showing up every day. You know, I've had to adapt my, my own approach to my own lifestyle as well. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm noticing myself forming better habits now. You know, even going to bed at night, I'm not taking my phone. I'm looking at my phone all night before I go to bed. Um, a big thing for me, for what people should do, is every morning, man, when you wake up, I used to just sit on my phone straight away. The first thing that I opened was my phone. And now I'm, I'm not even looking at it, right? Oh, wake up. That hour or two in the morning that you wake up, or if you don't wake up that hour or two before work, get up earlier. Spend an hour or two in your own head. You might want to do some breathing techniques. You might want to do whatever it is. Have a coffee, listen to some good music, read a book. Man, that, that, that is a big change for me going forward. And, and that's what I want to try and implement into not only my lifestyle, but people that I work with as well because the value that you do in these small little steps has such a, a big carryover into your own energy your own um and, and again energy is a big thing too and, and trying to protect your own energy too man so as you mentioned about maybe being around people who may be draining that or negatively impacting your your influence and energy that that's that's something that you need to look at as well man yeah, it's so important. One of my one of my greatest coaches and mentors, John Maxwell. You you've heard yeah. me talk about him before. He he frequently says you've got to give up to go up, and I believe that is so true. But I also believe people are very unwilling to not only give up people that are holding them back, but also the habits and the beliefs that drive those habits. They're, they are unwilling to let go of them. And until you are capable of doing that, unfortunately, I think you're gonna be anchored into the past and the, the, the meaning that you have pay, placed on those past experiences. So it, it will be a trudge forward for you because you're, you're pulling against a deep, deep embedded anchor. Yeah, as you said, it, it is because people just get caught up in, in being in that environment and anything outside of it scares them. Uh, it's the uncertainty of what if, or I don't know because I'm used to this, this is all I know. But if that's all you know and you want to level up, then you're going to need to break, break something. You're going to need to leave. You're going to need to do something that you haven't done before. Embrace fear. Go for it. You know, what's the worst it can happen. You might fail, but you'll learn from that. And the mistakes that you've made, you'll not make again. Yeah. Amazing. So Matt, clearly your trend, you, this, this most recent transformation is, is just beginning. And there is, there is a lot left for you to accomplish and co 
conquer, but I guarantee you, based on your past performance as, as an athlete, a competitive athlete, a fitness trainer, you dominate everything you put your focus and your intention on. So this is going to be an incredible trajectory of growth to watch. I'm so excited to, to be in your circle of influence to watch that happen. Appreciate that, man. And yeah, I'm just a new, like a newbie in terms of business, in terms of this sense that I'm, I'm trying to project for my, for my future self. And uh, it's a learning curve, man. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that I know everything and I'm able to take on everything that's in front of me, but I'll certainly give it uh, my best shot. And I've got some, some good people around me and the, the work ethic that I have as well is uh, always going to get me there. I can never doubt my work ethic, even in times that I've maybe wanted to give up. Um, there's just something in there that doesn't let me. It just keeps me going, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, from an, from just knowing you as, as much as, and as well as I do, I think there are three things that are going to carry you into to business success that I think you have honed over your athletic career. Number one is clarity of what you want. I think you've gotten laser focused on that. You've got a grit and a tenacity to make it happen that is going to do nothing but drive the third thing, which is consistency and perseverance. Those three things I think are a magic formula for you that have created a lot of success up to this point. And you're just translating that over to another aspect of your life. So I think yeah. that should show, or, or I hope the listeners are paying attention here that you choose one area of life to self master in it yeah. will translate over into the other areas of your life if you apply the same principles. Yeah, absolutely, man. And like, as you said, it's nearly like you, you take one form of approach. It might be your fitness goals or whatever. Uh, and the, the, the things that you learn from that, you can apply to so many things. And that, that's what I'm trying to de develop for my own clients as well. It's the, the things that you can take away from achieving your fitness goals can just transcend everything else in your life you know you might be for instance in a job that you hate but you know if you develop a, a better form of lifestyle approach everything fitness you might develop the courage to go you know what i want to pursue something else i want to do something else because you've already broken down a barrier of achieving a goal that you never thought was attainable or you never achieved before so even sparking someone's uh, mindset to change uh, their fitness and health style and lifestyle approach can can lead so many different avenues in their lifestyle to be obviously better. That's exciting. That's the foundation of hope. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I think if people are real enough with themselves, they could look back and pick something that actually they did have a successful transformation, be it their relationship with money, their relationship yeah. with body image, their relationship with family, a friend, whatever. There are principles of transformation somewhere in there that it's going to take the evaluation of that experience for yeah. you to pull out the lessons learned to then turn around and apply it somewhere else. The answers are in here. The answers yeah. are already inside you. You just need to pull them out. 100% absolutely. Matt, this is incredible. Thank you so much for your time today. It's such a privilege to have a man of your caliber in my network that is willing to say yes and just add value to the, the people in my network. Thank you so much for that. Not a worry, man. It's uh, been a privilege to obviously come on and, and share some of my insights. And I hope obviously 
in the coming months to get my own kind of platform up and running and to be privileged to have you on there as well. Oh, you had me at hello. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Sign me up, Matt. So if people want to follow your transformation and see what you're doing on the other side of the planet, how can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So the first protocol you can get me on basically is my Instagram. So it's at MJN underscore 91. I am currently working on a website as well, which will hopefully be up and running in the next few months. Um, but you can also get me on Facebook. My business page is MJN Fit. So if you search for that, you'll, you'll get me on there too, you guys. Um, and if you want to drop me an email, um, you can get me at, at mattmjnfit at gmail.com. But the, if you ever want to inquire about online coaching as well, the link is on my Instagram. So you can just click there. Uh, we could fill out a consultation form and we could have a little discussion based around that. Fantastic. I'll make sure to put all of that in the show notes because this, this is a, a young man that you need to follow and watch and learn from. He's, he's going to be one of the greatest mentors and coaches the fitness industry has ever known. So I'm just waiting on that influence to, to come across the planet over here to the U.S. and transform our industry over here. Awesome, man. And I can't wait to we, uh, get that time over there as well. Hopefully when lockdown uh, ends, I'll make that trip over to the U.S. as well, dude. My friend, you are always welcome. There's a Lake Bruin sunset, a cigar, and maybe even a little whiskey waiting on you. Sounds perfect, man. Awesome. Oh, fantastic. Matt Norby, thanks for joining us on the Aesthetics of Leadership podcast. Pleasure, Edwin. Thank you, sir. Well, for those of you listening, if you enjoyed this episode, please do both of us a favor and write a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this show on. Please, that is the only way this show is going to grow and expand its influence to a larger audience is with your review. So it won't take but two minutes of your time to leave us a five-star review. I know Matt and I would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, We'll see you on another episode of the Aesthetics of Leadership podcast. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you soon.